Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about booking group space at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Universal Orlando Resort. Um, This is actually part one of a multi-part series we're going to do on group space. There's a lot of rules and regulations when you book group space, so we thought it would be best if we broke it down into different uh, travel destinations to make it easier for us and for you as well. Um, so it makes me super happy to have on the panel with me this week, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in our production facility, we have Associate Producer... Oliver Green. Hello. Did I get that right? You certainly oh did, yes. <laughs> and producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, so why are we talking about group space? This is sort of the you know actuary side of travel. This is the boring side of travel is booking groups. But it's something we get a lot of questions about. We do. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling with my parents and my brother and his family how much of a discount can I get? Right. Unfortunately, the answer is pretty much none. Yeah, none outside of what anybody else could get. Right, exactly. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that, um, you know, if you're coming and you're booking five rooms, Disney's going to book those five rooms anyway. <clears throat> so there's no incentive for Disney or Universal or any of the other companies we're going to be talking about to offer you any kind of a discount, really, because... You know, those are going to book. So we're really talking larger numbers before rent a group. And each destination or each travel destination has their own rules. It could be eight, ten, or more rooms that actually make up a group. And then within that number of rooms, there's also occupancy limits that you have to have a certain number of people in the group in addition to the number of rooms. So it makes it a little bit uh, more, you know, a little trickier to actually get some kind of discount. Um, The other thing to keep in mind, too, with groups, and we'll go through all of these individually, is that once you don't meet that minimum, say if someone in your family decides to cancel, they can't go, they get sick, now you're back to what they call, quote-unquote, rack rate, Mm -hmm. highest rate out there, plus there might be a penalty involved. We also get an email every once in a while that it's somebody, I'm going to bring 45 Little Leaguers and there's three adults. Can we get a group? No. Right. There are rules about how many adults have to be in a group per child, that sort of thing. I feel with us talking about all the different rules and the minimum numbers and occupancy and this and that, I feel like this is the part where we should tell people, get a, get a piece of paper and a pencil right. <laughs> so that you and can start taking notes. And a cup of coffee. Yes. yes. Put your feet caffeine. up. <laughs> um, and just so everybody knows, if you want to book any group, any group space for any travel destination we talk about or we're not talking about, Dreams Unlemited Travel can do that for you. We can help demystify it. Our agents have done this before, so they know what they're talking about, and they can get you in that group space if you meet the requirements that we are going to talk about. All right, so let's talk about Walt Disney World. I think probably the most common you know, destination that people want to know, can they get a discount? Can they get a group rate? Is Walt Disney World? And again, the answer is most likely no. Um, the minimum is 10 guest rooms during one night of your stay. So again, already it's confusing. Okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. Already it's worded weird. So you can have any length of stay from one to however many nights you want to stay. But one night of that block has to have at least 10 rooms booked uh, in it. I see. So of that 10, people could come and go at different dates. Correct. But there has to be overlap so that at least 10 rooms 
are together for the one night. That is correct. Gotcha. So you have to guarantee them that one of those nights you'll have 10 guest rooms. Now, most likely, if you have 10 people coming, it might be for a wedding sure. or family get-together. So you'll probably stay over the weekend, but it has to be at least one of those nights. Again, 10 rooms. 10 rooms. That's the yes, minimum. Not to be confused with 10 people. 10 the, rooms. 10 rooms. Right. That's the minimum for a group. Correct. Absolutely. Now, do these rooms have to be at the same resort? They do not, as okay. a matter of fact. Um, I just did a group for uh, our mega meet, our right. big meet for the Disney 10th anniversary. You have a bigger piece of paper. <laughs> That's the way we're going to go. So, exactly right. If you want people to stay at different resorts, you got to remember you got to have 10 nights. Right. So, I, no, 10 rooms. Ten rooms for one night. You're using the word rooms and nights because that's kind interchangeably. Of they kind of are. Oh, so he, what he's saying is ten one night. Exactly. Yes, but it still has yes, to be ten rooms. The exactly. bottom line is, no matter how many nights, you have to have ten rooms for at least one night. Okay. Excellent. I'm, <laughs> so now that now we've clarified that, yeah. that to death. Clear as yeah. Boy, I didn't think we were going to be able to fill a half hour, but. <laughs> On your score sheet, would you put one for Kevin, too? (laughs) I will. I gotcha. Put one for Oliver and Craig, too. (laughs) They're sitting back there. They're smarter than me. All right. Another thing we want to make sure people understand that with these groups at Walt Disney World, a contract is required. This isn't just a matter of calling up Disney and saying, okay, now I booked 10 rooms. I want a group. You actually physically have to contract with Walt Disney World to prepare this group to... Uh, guarantee them the minimums and also guarantee them that you will pay a penalty or fulfill the group, which means if someone does cancel, you might be responsible for their room, even though they don't show up. So let's say that you book a group of 25 rooms. You've met the minimum one night requirement and you're all set. Um, at what Do you pay a deposit for those 25 rooms you when you Absolutely. pay them, when you book them? Um, so there comes a time when you have to like, just go down to that because that's on my list, but further down. Um, when you contract for the rooms, you're going to contract with Disney for whatever the deposit is. Ah, okay. In most cases, it's going to be one night deposit plus tax for each room you book. So if you're going to book 25 rooms, you've got to put down one night's deposit plus tax for each of those 25 okay. rooms. Now, there are exceptions to that where you can say, okay, I'm going to make a one-time deposit of X number of dollars and keep a credit card on file to, quote-unquote, satisfy the group so that they know that they can go and they can get their money gotcha. if someone doesn't show up. And is there a cancellation policy for the, that deposit that you've made then? There or is. one Okay. There is actually, again, it's contracted. Mm-hmm. It's almost almost always identical to the regular room booking policy, okay. but it could be different. Sure. So this is where it gets a little tricky in that it's all sort of a negotiated thing with Disney, depending on how they want to work with you and how you want to work with them. Um, and I would think the more rooms you're booking, the larger your group, you have a little bit more negotiating power. That is absolutely true. Right. Absolutely true. Going back to payments... You can pay the group out of one account with Walt Disney World. You can say, listen, I'm going to put a credit card on file and I will take care of everything. Or people can pay their own balance and pay their own reservation individually. It all depends on how you want to set it up with Disney. Um, I just want to clarify that if you book through a travel agent, excuse me, I hit my mic, your payments have to go through the travel agent. They can do the same thing with Disney, but... You would not be able to make a payment directly to Disney if you were using the services of an agent. Right. It would depend on how we then handle your payment on, based on the contract. So uh, another thing is, how much am I going to save? 
How much can sure. I get off? Oh, these rooms must be dirt cheap, right? If I'm going to book 25 rooms, wow, they're going to be really, really cheap. Well, not really. Um, there's no set calculation for it's going to be X percent off or uh, you know this many dollars for a value room. It depends on um, where you're staying. Depends on when you're staying. So again, it's a contracted amount. I guess it's also do. depending on occupancy of that resort. Exactly right. so same way they, they run their discounts, right? So exactly. one resort might be a 10% discount while another one is 15 And a lot so. of times when you're looking at a group, they will come to you and they will say, and I'll say, listen, I want to get rooms at the boardwalk. And they'll say, okay, but if you go to the beach and the yacht club, we can get you this price, right. which might be substantially less than the boardwalk. So they will try to. So they're using it to fill rooms as well. And that's basically what group travel is all about, no matter what product we're talking about. It's, the group travel is the result of revenue you know, departments in these companies yep. saying, this is how we can fill our space that we have. And we're going to talk about that with other products in that there are products out there that it's almost impossible to get group space because right. they don't need you. Exactly. You know, we're going to talk about this on a future show, but pretty much Disney Cruise Line doesn't really need you to book a group because their chips are full. Yeah. Um, so one of the things with a Walt Disney World package is you can add tickets. A Walt Disney World group, I should say. I don't yes. want to make sure we get that yes, distinction yeah. correct. Because you're not booking a package with Walt Disney World. You're booking a room reservation. Right. So to you, which you can add things to it. You can add tickets. Absolutely. They do have specially priced group tickets, which may be available to you into your party however these often have restrictions these are what they call convention tickets so they might be after four o'clock they might be blackout days and things like that um you can also book experiences disney water parks golf and more um things like that you can also add the disney dining plan right. to these and that would be at the daily rate of the disney dining plan now something i really want to make sure people understand is that when you book a a group with a room and you add tickets and you add dining it is not a package it's not it is a room reservation with add-on components which is different than what walt disney travel company calls a package right. even though it looks the same it's not the same looks like a duck it ain't a duck <laughs> and the important part about that is that not necessarily from the end user ease or end user uh, how it looks to them it's actually more important when Disney comes out with discounts. Right. Because what's going to happen is if, let's say, you book a group and you book it over a time when they usually offer free dining, then all of a sudden you're going to go, well, I want free dining. And Disney's going to say, no, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You can't just get free dining on your group right. rack rate or group rate rooms. I can say I've done, in a lot of years in this business, I have done very few Walt Disney World groups. And it's really for that reason. In very rare instances, does it come out where the client comes out ahead by booking a group? People will book groups for convenience um, and for other reasons, but very rarely is it about price. I'll tell you, it's worked for me. I've done quite a bit, but because I'm doing these larger groups where, not to sound weird, but I have control over it. Exactly. Where I have control over where the payments go and how things get made, and then I am fulfilling the contract myself and so. i think that's the market for the groups and i think you know large companies that are coming in and doing conventions um things like that that's the market for the groups i think your average leisure traveler 
your family's vacationing, they're not the intended target, nor are they the ones that typically will benefit from a Walt Disney World group. I would also suggest that if you're having a family group or something like that or a bunch of friends, that if you volunteer to be, be the lead person, you're not going to have as good a time as the other people. <laughs> it's true. That is true. It's true. That's, That's a, a given. It is. Because now think about this. Now, you're in charge of making sure that everybody pays. Yes. And you're in charge of making sure that everybody goes. Right. And it's that, your credit card on the line if minimums right. are not met. Mm-hmm. And in, it eventually could affect your vacation mm-hmm. if they decide that something's weird and they don't want to go or something like that. I do want to point out, though, that if you do book a group, they, you get the same benefits as booking directly, quote unquote, with Walt Disney World. Right. Again, this falls under that weird nomenclature. It's a group with Walt Disney World, but you're not booking. Yeah, and I think what the difference might be is that you're booking your group with Walt Disney World, but with packages and stuff, we're booking with Walt Disney Travel Company. So they're kind of, even though it sounds like it's the same thing, it's not. It's almost like two separate companies under one umbrella. This is a great place for this. Most of Disney is not. While it's one giant company, right. there are lots of little villages inside that company. Exactly. And a lot of time, time the can villages I, don't work no. together. Can I transfer my deposit from my Disney cruise to my Disney vacation? Right. They're completely separate They're entities. not going back and talking to Doris in the back room and just saying, check a different box. Yeah. This is different companies under the same umbrella. Right. And a lot of times, they don't, they're not friends. The nice thing about booking in a group is you do get access to my Disney experience. Mm-hmm. You get access. You get magic bands. Right. Fast Pass Plus at 60 days. And your entire on-site experience is the same. Exactly. You know, your extra magic hours, your magical express, all of that stuff is the same. Right. All the hotel amenities are available yeah. to you. No one's going to say, well, you booked this in a group. You don't right. get the same amenities as anybody else. I um, think one of the biggest points we want to make is for those who think, well, you know, I've got eight to ten neighbors or friends. We're all going to travel together. We're going to get a group rate. It's going to be a great deal. It's just to kind of debunk that myth. Right. Because really, chances are whatever the general public offer is, if there were no general public offers, then perhaps it would make more sense to go that way. But the fact is there's usually almost always something. And so just know that you can't cross over. Once you make that decision to take the sure thing, there's no crossing over into what might come later. Absolutely. Um, I also want to point out, too, with Walt Disney World, when you do book a group, one of the pluses that you can book – and create special events. Right. And this is something we do all the time. However, these are expensive. Right. You know, these are parties. There is a fee involved. There's a venue fee involved, depending on where you're going to go and what you're going to do. And there's also what they call a food and beverage minimum for any event you throw. So you're talking about thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars. So you might say to yourself, well, the 10 of us are going to go and we're going to travel together and we're going to get a group. And then we're going to go and rent out fantasy land for the night you know you're talking about something very very expensive right and again that's bring kind of brings us right back around to you know large groups like what we've done before you know we've had toy story mania groups where we've had their disc groups there large conventions large companies they would benefit from being able to you know they would have the funds to rent out these big spaces your typical family of 10 you know something as simple as we recently did the private dining at morimoto you know that was a $2,700 drop minimum. That's Basically, we ate, we sat in a private room above the restaurant and ate Chinese food. Right. You know? <laughs> how, how many phone calls was it? Right. And, you know, just to set that up and to plan it and back and forth with menus. So, I mean, you think something on that small scale, $2,700, imagine what Toy Story costs or yeah. more. We have friends who rented out the upstairs over the American Pavilion for New Year's Eve. 
And it was a couple, 200 people, I'm going to guess. And everybody thought, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm just going to call them up and tell them what I want. Yeah. And I got a call. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the answer is, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> and John just kept smiling and saying, yeah. you thought it was yeah. going to be easy, didn't John you? John used to have really dark, curly locks That's before right. he started doing, <laughs> do, dealing with Disney groups. <laughs> I want to point out one more thing with groups is that while you book a, a room block, you're not guaranteed to have, you know, the hallway right. of a resort. Yeah, right. You're not going to have the Hawaii building at the Polynesian. Right. And even if you're booking 10 rooms, there's no saying that those aren't going to be 10 doors in a row. Yep. You get what they call run of house. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a standard room, unless you contract for something better. But it's usually a standard room, run of house, anywhere that they decide to put you is where they're going to put you. And just know that if you're the one taking charge of your 10 neighbors, <laughs> one of your neighbors is going to have a room that's less... <laughs> Desirable. Desirable than one of your other neighbors, and they're going to want to know why, and now it's your responsibility. Right. And have a good gonna, time. Yeah, and you're going to have the headache for it, so you better hope your view is better because you're spending a lot of time on your balcony alone. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to end up switching room with your neighbor. Right. right. I know we're, we're, we're really down. We joke. We joke, and we're downplaying <laughs> groups. Later shows, we're actually going to show you where group space is actually beneficial. Right. This is really, we're trying to make emphasize the fact that it's really not. It's really not the best way to go. There's also some realis- realism involved here. There's, you know, we've got to be realistic about right. it. I think people think, oh, it's going to be great. And, you know, we're all going to get special shirts and special hats. And, you know, they're going to let us to the front of the line. That doesn't happen. There are, there are possible benefits to it, but they can be outweighed. I remember Disney did the whole Grand Gatherings thing for a while where they had yes. the Grand Gatherings department. That all fizzled. So there's a reason for that. Exactly. There was, there was no benefit in there for Disney. To continue that program. So, you know, your family, your friends, while I think it's an amazing way to go to Disney World all together like that, and I think it's, I really think it's a brilliant idea. You know, you've got you know, the kids playing in the pool while the adults are, I think it's a great idea. But you're not the intended audience for Disney groups. All right. They do have a youth services uh, events team. Right. Which will help with things like yeah. Kevin mentioned, we're two adults traveling with 42 kids. They do have a whole team that handles those type yeah, they, of things. But that's not usually involving a hotel stay. I don't know what the acronym is called, but there's the YES program. That's it. Right. And Youth that's education not something, services. Right. That's what it is. And as travel agents, that's typically not something we deal a whole lot with, but they can put things together with special. I know I've heard of groups of homeschoolers using their program um, where there'll be some Churches. special. Yep. There'll be some special educa- education things happening. Special tickets involved. Sometimes they will arrange rooms as well for you. Yes. That's typically separate from what a travel agent would do when we're talking more, you know, leisure groups where that's a little bit. This is a teacher bringing their class. Right. And when Tracy says special education, you mean just classes, education classes that they set up. Yes, that's right. So like maybe it's a special, you know, at at Epcot, there's a special behind the scenes tour. There's a botany class. Right, exactly. Yeah. And keep in mind, this all costs money. Yeah. Disney's not yeah. the goodness None of, of this is like, thank you for bringing your children. <laughs> exactly. Here's a free lesson. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Anything else about Walt Disney World we think we need to cover? I think we've beaten it to death. We've beaten it to death. <laughs> yeah, we've kind so. of gone through the list. So we'll talk about Disneyland. Disneyland, very, very similar to World in that it's a minimum of 10 guest rooms for any one night during your stay. Any length of stay you want. Again, a contract is required. Deposits are required. Um, uh, I have it down here and I can't find it. Uh, One night's deposit is required 60 days prior to arrival. 
final payment due 30 days prior to arrival. That's pretty generous. Yeah, that is a pretty generous yeah. terms and conditions for sure. Um, again, if the minimum is not reached, it reverts to their what they call rack rate or um, the price that's currently being offered to the public. Uh, pricing will depend on resort and time of year. Dis- discounted room-only rates, however, the discount depends on ab- availability. Uh, but they say they actually advertise in their group program that you can get up to 30% off a room. Wow. So Disneyland is willing to commit to X number of mo- dollars off your up to X number of dollars mm-hmm. off. So it's a spe- specific uh, discounted amount. And Disneyland's less likely to come out with. We should have Deborah here for this. She's our Disneyland expert. Um, but Disneyland's less likely to come out with package discounts like World is, right? Correct. So having a room only reservation at Disneyland isn't as risky. You know that something better is going to come along. Right. right. For these uh, groups at Disneyland, you can add tickets. These are not discounted. Unlike World, there's not a special event ticket you can buy with special parameters that makes it any less money. You have to buy what they call their regular ticket, and it is uh, two days or more uh, at uh, Disneyland. The character meals can be added, like uh, Deborah mentioned on the shows we did about Disneyland, where they add the the character meals for a certain price. You can book those in advance. Again, no discount. It's just like you're booking a room and then just adding these to them. Uh, there are some add-ons you can do, such as Southern California tours, but no park tours such as Walk, walk and Walt's Footsteps. Um, now, here's a big difference between Dis- Oliver Staywick. This is very, very exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much awake. All right, I really good. am, I promise. <laughs> uh, unlike World, there is no meeting rooms or catered events for what they call leisure groups. Mm-hmm. So unless you're with a convention... Unless you're associated with some sort of big convention, Disneyland won't say, okay, now we're going to give you this room and you pay a certain amount for this room and a certain amount for the food. It just doesn't exist through that venue. And is that just a product of limited space, do you think? You know, they don't think have they don't all, the, all the I think it's limited space. I also think it's a limited market. Right. Sure. Yeah. And, I, you know, again, they don't need to. Right. Um, they do get a lot of convention business. Mm-hmm. And they have limited convention space so they don't need to go out there and sort of solicit that from anybody or make that more appetizing um that's pretty much it for disneyland so the rules of disney world and disneyland are pretty much the same you have the same except disneyland's a little bit more flexible in their in their payment terms a little bit more flexible also um the fact kind of giving you a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a better discount kind of committing a dollar value and again no discount on tickets so that's you know one of the big things. One of the big things about World is you can get this convention ticket. That's actually quite good, especially if you are here with you know a corporate convention where you're going to have meetings all day. Right. So people aren't going to be in the parks during the day. They'll go to the parks after four. All right. So we should move on to Universal. Very exciting. Universal Orlando groups. I will point out that I do not have any information for. Universal Hollywood groups. Um, just couldn't find any before the show came up. I'm sure it's very similar to what they're doing here. I just couldn't find it. But I will if people want to know the information. Universal Orlando groups, same. Minimum 10 guest rooms during one night stay. So whoever wrote the big book of groups, <laughs> apparently this is the first commandment that you must follow. 10 rooms. 10 rooms. One Overlapping night Overlapping one night. Any length you want. Uh, again, contract is required for these. 
And again, if the minimum is not reached, it will revert, revert back to what they call rack rates. If we haven't scared people yet. <laughs> <laughs> we started with saying, just letting you know that Dreams and Love and Travel, we can book your groups. And then we spent the next half hour saying, don't book, don't book groups. <laughs> don't do it. You know, um, I think the biggest thing that we have, I think one of the things is debunking the myth that exactly. just because you're going to book three rooms, you're not a group. Exactly. And again, we have had people come to us with large groups, with mm-hmm. eight or ten yep. uh, rooms full of people. And once we explain to them things like, it's not a package, you will not get free dining, then it doesn't become a good deal anymore. Right. Yeah. Once you can show them that with a discount, you can get the same price. And people almost don't believe us. Because in a, in a lot of the travel world... You know, bringing eight to ten families or group or you know rooms together to book is considered a good thing, but it's just not in this product. So you know, sometimes people are like, "Really? Are you sure?" Well, this is also this is the four hundred pound gorilla. Yeah, they don't they don't need to do this. Right. And in when they used to have those magical gatherings, they had they needed to do right. this. There was a time when business was slower, and they were looking to fill it up. Slower. And you know, they could give everybody matching hats or matching shirts, or you could all sure. meet someplace and meet a character. That was a sales yeah. technique. Apparently, that sales technique isn't necessary right. right now. Again, with Universal, there is no set discount. They can't tell you you're going to save X percentage off a room. Depends on the time of year, depends on the resort you book, depends on their availability and how full they are and how much they want to move. And again, if you're a convention with a certain company, having everything billed under one billing purchase order, whatever you want to call it, can be beneficial to a company. It's more difficult when it's a leisure group and trying to put one person in charge. Correct. All right, so here's where it gets exciting. Are you ready? I'm ready. Universal really kicks it up. You ready, out. Oliver? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'm good. ready. How about you, Craig? Craig's not ready. Craig's not ready. ready. (laughs) Bathroom break before I get to the exciting part. For Universal, you can either book a package group. What? I know. Can you believe it? Shut up. Or or a room-only group. (laughs) It's so exciting. Shut up. Shut the front Uh, door. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, with a package group, you must add tickets. Obviously, you have to make it a package of some sort. With a room only, there's no tickets required. Group packages require a $100 deposit per room for the initial booking, and then full payment is collected 45 days prior to arrival. For a package, they will only accept one payment. Ah. Yeah, so if you are with a family of 10, it means you got to collect the money, and you got to make that one payment either on one credit card or check, or however is you're going to pay them for the entire group. For room-only groups, uh, one night's room amount plus tax is required per room for the initial deposit. Balance and payment methods would be based on the contract, usually X number of days before or upon arrival, and they usually do a individual payment for those. Ready for more excitement? I don't think I, don't I, think can, I can take it. it. You need a rest? <laughs> Universal Orlando also offers tickets for groups without hotel accommodations. Get out of here. I'm telling you. <laughs> group tisket, group tiskets. Group tiskets. <laughs> group tisket, tis, tis, man. <laughs> One, two, three, take a dip, take a breath. Uh, group ticket discounts apply for groups of 15 or more for two or more days at park of park admission. Oh, okay. So, yeah. you know, if you have a whole bunch of people who are not staying at a Universal-owned and operated resort and you decide you want to go, you can go through their group sales and get 15 or more tickets. Um, they would not say what the actual discount is, assuming it again. I'm getting one of those fluctuating numbers depending on when you want to go and, and seasons and stuff right. like that. 
And again, two days or more of admission. And their discount works the same as World. We said that it's a contracted kind of amount. It'll vary based on right. whatever formula they're using at the time. time of year. And again, would um, would mean that you're in group space. You couldn't take advantage of any general public discount that was that released. Okay. Right. So if they offered meal plan, which they've had in the past. If they offer come up with some kind of discount includes a meal you couldn't just right turn if it they into have that. they're famous for their discounts stay more save more so you the more night you stay so that would be excluded as well correct and again all hotel amenities are given to you as yeah. uh, someone who books through group you're not in a- so your on-site experience is the same i think for all of these products right right you know exactly. once you're on site you know nobody knows it doesn't matter how you booked or how you got there everybody has the same correct benefits. you're not designated as being in a group right. and nobody <laughs> Puts you out of line and tells you you can't go on this ride. You can't go on the Kong ride, for sure. Uh, anything else we want to cover as far as these three destinations? What I wanted to do is I wanted to group these three destinations together in one show because I think that from a traveler's perspective, they look at these as similar. Exactly. Right? I would agree. These are what we would, in the industry, what we would refer to as, quote-unquote, land stays. Mm-hmm. Meaning that there, you know, you go to a place and you stay in a hotel, and that's what you experience. And you're on land. And you're on land, but you're not also part of a tour, so that's why it's separate from other things that uh, are out there for groups. And again, if anybody is interested in booking a group, uh, please contact your Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> if we've <agent>. convinced you <laughs> that booking a group is what you need to do. <laughs> well, let's talk about when a group would be something that you would look into. I, I mean. I think you almost have to be a professional group, you know, of some kind. Maybe your work colleagues putting together, you know, something like a convention. A retreat. A retreat. That's a good word. Thank you. So stuff like that, I think, makes sense. I can think of, I would think, less than 1% of the time would this make sense for a leisure group. I also think, like, for instance, I talked about the Little League team. Yeah. So there are situations like that, I think, where it would make sense. Where parents are going to, everybody's going to kick in for a room and things like that. You can do that that way, but then right. one person would probably have to be in charge and manage yeah. the whole and thing. You know, like, um, you see, like, the, the dance troops come down for competitions and things like that. Those kinds of things, groups absolutely make sense. Sporting events. Have- right. And those are the target of the group department. So, I mean, we joke and we laugh. It's just a matter of... Uh, the Disney Group's department is a major part of what Disney's doing. Mm-hmm. It just really doesn't trickle into the leisure markets so much, right. only because there's all of these other things that come out for the leisure traveler. That can so, usually, are usually better, that, are usually that would benefit you more. Right. There's actually uh, a segment that we didn't really go into too much, but that's weddings. True. And while this sounds like it's a good idea for weddings, if you try to have 10 people at your wedding or 20 people at your wedding, you're not going to be able to afford it. At Disney. I mean, there's a there's a tremendous cost involved. Most people who get married at Disney have like three or four people. Well, also, the wedding. wedding is, as we talked about little villages, the wedding groups is separate from everything else. Yes, yeah, fairy tale weddings. You work with them. Mm-hmm. That's not we the were, same as the groups. We were married at Disney almost 10. It'll be 10 years next year, so nine years this summer. And at that time... The wedding, what we thought was quite affordable, really. We were allowed to have up to 13 guests. We really took just the basic package. We got married at the pavilion. So it was really a nice size. It was really, it seemed like the next year they went like crazy after that. We've had people contact us uh, 
people that listen to our show and say, well, you know, I want to rent out this. And you think, I'm going to tell you how much it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to decide to get married at home. Yeah. Can you we know? FaceTime when I'm telling you I want to see you fall over? <laughs> exactly. They, yeah. These are not inexpensive. Right. That's also why you see people getting married at 930 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because sure. that flat is considerably less expensive. Thursday, right. Yep. right. It's less expensive yep. than sunset. So again, that's not a group, it's a fairy tale wedding organization right. and you have to work with that village. Yeah. And we do, like I have um I have had some wedding groups that I've booked, but we've booked them all basically as leisure travelers. So the discount or the incentive because what we're talking about is groups. That's basically exactly what you would get through fairy tale weddings because fairy tale weddings will still have to work with the Disney group exactly. company for lack of a better word. So th- it would be the exact same terms, the exact same pricing. So and it, back in those cases for the most guests, booking as an individual just makes more sense. Agreed. One of the things I don't have extensive information on in front of me, but uh, I know for sure is Alani. And Alani follows the Walt Disney World model of groups. Mm-hmm. The whole 10, ten rooms, ten rooms, one night, length of stay. Um, there's no tickets involved in Alani, so that doesn't come into play there. But again, it's contracted and that sort of thing. Um, I would think that, again, with Alani, you were talking about convention travel. Yes, You're talking I would think about so. businesses that would take advantage of yeah. 10 rooms rather than families or individuals putting together their own group. And again, it falls under that. That would be great for a business because there would be one billing sure. vehicle. Absolutely. Yep. One invoice, one right. payment. Is there anything you think I missed as far as uh, groups? I think one of the things I missed as far as groups is it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But once you get 10 or 20 of your family members together on a trip, not so much. And if you think you want to make a family Ten, a group out of 10 or 20 people, I would like you to do an exercise for me. Get them all in one room and ask them where they want to go to eat. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then decide whether you want to be in charge of their vacation. Right. And one thing I will say, um, when I mentioned that we had gotten married in Disney, we had brought family members with us. Um, one of the nice things we liked about it was Disney World, you bring everybody down, they're staying on site, give them all a dining plan, mm. and then say have at it we'll meet you back here for like we would have set times let's meet for dinner let's let's do this these are kind of loose plans but with the on-site transportation with you know the different resorts and all the different entertainment everybody could kind of go off and do their own thing and choose times to meet up so it was nice that you didn't necessarily have to do that let's all travel in a group thing because but you could do that by booking each individual reservation absolutely and that's and that's exactly the point remember that the dining plan is added at the current rate right per night rate per adult and child so there's no yep. savings there yeah that's it's right. just a dining plan all right so that'll do it for the first part of our discussion on groups um hopefully we answered some of your questions out there if people were interested in doing a group again you can contact us at dreams unlimited travel and we will do our best to help you with that and hopefully we didn't scare too many people away Yeah, and we'll do our best to help you decide if it makes sense for you and if it doesn't you know look at what your other options might be excellent All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys here for participating and helping me get through this very, very interesting and fascinating material. Uh, Thank you, everybody at home, for watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. (laughs) 